God and our Father, it is my prayer this morning that you take away the love of sinning from us. That Lord, our hearts will be focused on you. That Lord, our hearts will be tuned to you, Lord. That will serve thee as thy hosts above. That will pray and praise thee without singing. And the glory goes back to you. Father, we release ourselves to you this morning, Lord. We are weak, but you are strong. We are poor, but you are rich. And so you have reminded us to declare that though I am poor, I am rich because I have Jesus. And so, Father, we surrender to you, Lord. We know that you are Lord our God, you are bondage breaker. We ask that this morning, Lord, you break every bondage. You have reminded us in your word that you are a man of war. Father, we come to you so that you can fight our battles. But above all, Lord, take away the love of sinning. We ask all this in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Praise the Lord. What a joy to be in the presence of the Lord. We want to welcome you once again. Today, um, the Lord is reminding us on the topic, God is compassion, the foundation of restoration. God is compassion, the foundation of restoration. Last Sunday, we had a wonderful word from Professor Yustokawa, and he was reminding us about the Father's restorative love. The Father calling us from wherever that we have gone because of his love and bringing us back to himself. Dear brothers and sisters, as we look at Jeremiah chapter 42, we are looking at the children of Israel who had been left in Judah. They have not been exiled. They are left in Judah. When you read that story from chapter 41, you realize that the king of Babylon had given them a governor from Babylon. And the children of Israel were given victory over that governor and they destroyed the governor. After doing that, they became so fearful. And they knew that the, 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 the king of Babylon was going to come and attack them. So they come to Jeremiah fearfully and they tell Jeremiah, please plead with us. Take, talk to your God and listen to verse 2. This is what they said. Let our plea for mercy come before you and pray to the Lord your God for us. For all this remnant because we are left but with a few as your eyes see us. You know friends, the children of Israel are coming before their God. He's the God of the Jews. He's the God of Israel. But then they are disassociating themselves with this God and they are telling Jeremiah, talk to your God for us. Have you ever realized that many of us Christians, we disassociate ourselves, we keep a distance from this God, and we say, please, Reverend Rebecca, talk to your God, he hears you more. Listen, the Lord hears you. You cannot disassociate yourself from this God, because he hears you, he's your God, just as he is my God. The children of Israel are telling Jeremiah, talk to your God. And they are also belittling themselves. They are having a lot of self-pity. You know, friends, when we approach this God, we are not going to approach this God with a lot of self-pity. Because we are left, we are but a few, as your eyes see us. Who is not seeing you? You are few, that is true. God knows that you are few. God knows that the rest, because of sin, they have been taken to Babylon. And a few of you who are remaining here, what is your obligation? It is to live for the Lord. But now you're beginning to think we are just a few people here. 
You know when when Elijah thought that um, he was the only prophet surviving. God told us you are wrong, Elijah. There are so many. There are seven thousand, seven hundred more who are still living. It's not you alone. So here God is trying to inform the children of Israel. And indeed Jeremiah goes ahead to pray for them. And as Jeremiah prays for them, it takes 10 days for God to respond. And at the end of 10 days, Jeremiah comes back to the children of Israel. Look at verse 9. That says the Lord, the God of Israel, to whom you sent me to present your plea for mercy before him. If you will remain in this land, then I'll build you up and not pull you down. I'll plant you and not pluck you up. I'll relent of the disaster that I did, I did to you. Do not fear the king of Babylon of whom you are afraid. Do not fear. And he continues, I'm with you to save you, to deliver you, to grant you mercy. Read those words. This is God. He's telling the children of Israel that yes, you're scared because you're here. But I want to give you this assurance that I'm your God. Do not leave your land. Do not run away. I am going to be with you. I'm going to prosper you from here. I relent of the evil that no friends, God is saying I relent of the evil that I did to you. But now I am here. I am going to take care of you. I am going to bless you. And listen to the children of Israel. He reminds them that that says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel. If you set your faces to enter Egypt and go and live there, then the sword that you fear shall overtake you there. And the land of Egypt and the famine of which you are afraid shall follow close after you to Egypt. And there you shall die. God is giving the children of Israel options. He's telling them you either stay here and live or you go and die. The sin of disobedience continues to follow the children of Israel. In verse 21 of that chapter, it becomes very clear that the children of Israel have rejected. And Jeremiah is saying, and I have this day to declare it to you, but you have not obeyed the voice of the Lord. You are the Lord your God in anything that he sent me to tell you. Look at chapter 43, verse 2b. You are telling a lie. The Lord our God did not send you to say, do not go to Egypt and live there. Friends, the heart of disobedience. They are now facing Jeremiah, saying, Jeremiah, you are telling a lie. My dear brothers and sisters, as I was looking to, at this, I wondered about the disobedience of the children of Israel. God has told you, stay here. I am going to take care of you. But you are so disobedient and you are deciding I am going to go to Egypt. I was just wondering about the disobedience that we have as people of God. You know, friends, we have this, decided to live in a life of disobedience to the extent that we have abused the, the compassion of God. And when you look at the surroundings, someone was talking and saying, God created eating and human beings have decided to be greedy. God created drinking, but instead there is drunkenness. God has created leadership, but instead there is manipulation, control, domination, and power has totally corrupted us. Sin has entered into the world. Today on social media, there is a debate of nyege nyege. And it is consuming us and consuming our lives. And I looked at this word nyege nyege. Some of them associate it with me, but that's not me. 
It comes from a Luganda word. <clears throat> and a Luganda word is called nyege nyege. And what does that mean? Uncontrollable urge. Where you have unlimited fun. Friends, that is now what we call. But I was also thinking, is this nyege nyege? Isn't it happening in places that are closed in Kampala? Isn't it happening? Isn't sin prevailing in the hotels, in the bars, and everything that surrounds us? What is it that is going on in those places that is different from Nyege Nyege, which is in the open ground? These are things that we are discussing right now. The rise of LGBT, hmm? lesbians, bisexual, transgender, whatever you can name it. And we the ones who are part of these organizations that are appropriating this and they are in this city, in Kampala, and we come here and we cover ourselves and yet we are part of these organizations. May God have mercy on us. Doing what God has told you not to do, but you are doing it and you are doing it on this land, defiling the land. We might look at sin in Judah, but it is right here, and we are appropriating it. God is speaking to us. Our children are going into this because they are looking for money, and we are also looking for money. We are thinking, okay, you talk about it. After I'm not practicing it, I am only supporting it. You are equally sinner. Human trafficking. You know, friends, on Friday we were having the national prayers for human trafficking. And the, the question is, who is doing this? It is us from our families. My uncle came and told me that someone wants a maid and so and so, and the trail goes and you sell away your own children. Slavery that is coming to back here in our country from our homes. And some of us are saying, let my girl go. If she does not go, others have gone and they have benefited. Let my child also go. I need also my child to enter a plane. You sell your child at the expense of entering a plane. Parents, we are releasing our children into fire. And one girl was giving a testimony and said, I went to look for money. But now I am in and out of hospital. My body is totally wasted. I am useless. She got sick there, and the only treatment they could give her was injecting her with the morphine to kill the pain. And friends, we are still out here, and organizations are here, and they are saying we are still ready to take the children outside to work. May God have mercy on us. You know, friends, we are becoming a curse to our own nation. And we are destroying our own nation. No, God is saying, remain in this land, then I will build you up and will not pull you down. This is the land where God wants us to be. God has not given us the mandate to go and get wasted and die there. We are releasing younger girls to go and die out there. What is it that we are remaining for? Some of us are in the evening of our days. And we are destroying the younger generation. We want to pray that friends wherever you are, let us arise. Let the parents wake up to the reality of the matter. We are not going to let this continue. You know friends, you are looking at the violence in our families, the drunkenness, the substance abuse, the sexual immorality. We have brought Sodom and Gomorrah here because of disobedience. 
You know you are lingering, you have a wife, you have a husband, you are moving from man after man, woman after woman. What are you looking for? You get it? We are so wicked. You can't sleep in your bed at lunch hour you are in a hotel. What are you doing? Friends, we are not going to linger. We are, we are not animals. We are human beings. And today we need to cry out to the Lord. God has given us this land that we can develop this land and be in this land and enjoy this land. But we have wasted this land that is becoming a disgrace to us Ugandans. May God give us grace to arise. For how long are we going to live in this land that you are scared of your own land? Come to church. Pastors are... <laughs> I have a level of madness which you can't talk about. They are now beating demons with the sticks. And the, and the people go, I am a minister and you lie down for a pastor to beat you when your husband has never beaten you. What a mess. The pastor is standing in a bucket of water and fetching water where he is standing undressed and you also get that water and drink. What blessing are you getting from that man of God that you call a man of God? Pastors are beginning to bathe women right away on the altar. And friends, God is saying, remain in the land. And a number of these people have walked away from the Anglican church, lingering, looking for what blessings they want to take. And that is why you are being abused out there, because you are lingering, looking for blessings. The blessings do not come from the pastor. They come from God. We need to learn to stay. Friends, we need to learn to stay. We need to learn to love where we are. We need to learn to make beautiful the land that God has given us. People are struggling. People are suffering. We are walking out, going to look for whatever that is. Even where you are going, you don't know. But here you are, you are going. Friends, let's be ambassadors wherever we are. Sin is the cause of what we are going through. And we can't be silent. If the prophetic voice has to come from the church, we are going to speak. And you know, friends... A pastor mentioned it publicly on Friday. And he said that, you know what? I went out and started advocating for human trafficking. And the people jumped into my face with guns and asked me this question. Is it your daughter that we are trafficking? It's not my daughter. That is my child. I belong to Uganda. And all children deserve the right in their home country. We cannot intimidate people. May God give us a strength to arise. Yes. We have to speak against the wickedness and the evil. We are not attacking someone, but we are speaking against the wickedness that is in this nation. Friends, as I looked at this scripture, the Lord is saying, I am going to prosper you in your land. Yes, I got angry, and I think I am angry up to now. I am angry, and I want you to join me in getting angry that I have to enjoy my peace and my freedom in this nation. I have to enjoy my peace and freedom in this church. 
and I do not have to take advantage of anyone. Hallelujah. Yes, friends, we are going to have to arise and just say, God, enough is enough. And I want to call you to stand with me in a prayer. Just stand up. We are here and you are representing a particular organ. We are here and you are representing the church. The clergy are here. The bishop is here. We are standing on this ground to declare that the wickedness that is happening in the church must stop. And we are raising our voices that even if it be us here in all sense that are appropriating wickedness, may the Lord deal with us in the name of Jesus. That the Lord is not going to allow wickedness to prosper in his church. And he's looking, no, the Lord, we are not going to be here and be quiet and receive a curse because people are misbehaving. May God deal with us. Just lift your voices and pray for the church of Christ. Our God and our Father, we lift our voices to you. Lord, we are weak, but you are strong. God, it is enough that we have appropriated wickedness from within the household of God. We have taken advantage of your people. Yes, Lord, we have abused your grace. We have abused your compassion. We have run from one church to another. We have sought the hand of pastors. We have not sought your hand. We have not read your word. We have disappointed you. We have committed immorality from within the church. Yes, Lord, we have brought witchcraft in the church. Yes, Lord, we have done all these things. And God, you have looked at us. Our Father and our God, we surrender. As ministers of the church, we cry for forgiveness. God, forgive me as a minister. Forgive me as a leader. Forgive me as a servant of God. Forgive me, Lord. I repent on behalf of the ministers. I repent, Lord, on behalf of the church of Christ. Yes, Lord, we have abused your work. Yes, we have terrorized your people. Yes, we have weakened the morals. Lord, forgive us. Lord, forgive us. Forgive us as ministers, oh Lord. Yes, Lord, forgive us. We are your children. Friends, they are arms of government. There is the executive, the legislature, and the judiciary. And some of us represent these arms of government. You are aware of the wickedness that is happening there. I want you to lift your voice and pray. Those who belong to the executive, pray. You understand the evil in the executive, pray. Cry out to the Lord. Let the Lord demolish whatever that is wicked in the executive. Yes, if you belong to the judiciary, you understand the evil, the injustices in the judiciary. Lift your voice and pray that the Lord will intervene. We are not going to be a curse in our nation. Cry out to the Lord. The Lord of heaven is here. Let the Lord intervene in the judiciary. You belong to the legislature. Cry out what is it that is happening in the parliament. Cry out to the Lord and let the Lord hear us. Our Father and our God, our voices are crying out to you. <coughs> Lord, we have blasphemed in this nation, O oh God. Lord, you know what is going on in the offices, O oh God. Yes, Lord, the confusion. 
Father, the corruption. Yes, the theft, Lord. Father, whatever comes out which is for good, it is turned out for evil. My master, you are the rule of the universe. You created each of and every of these leaders, oh God. You put them in positions of authority. Lord, the time has come that any leader you have positioned in a position of authority that is blaspheming your name. Lord, it is a time to uproot them. It is a time to scatter them. It is a time to retrieve them. It is a time to collapse them in the name of Jesus. It is a time to raise a generation of leaders that are going to obey you. It is a time to raise a generation of leaders that are going to honor you. It is a time, Lord, to raise a generation of leaders that are going to submit to you. A generation of leaders that know Christ. A generation of leaders that are not going to be bribed. A generation of leaders who are not going to tell lies. A generation of leaders who are not hypocrites. Lord, arise. We want to see a new generation of leadership. Lord, we surrender to you. We surrender this nation to you, our Father. Lord, this nation for God and my country. We cannot retrieve this nation from your hand. It is your nation, oh God. It is the time for you to dream men and women. It is the time for you to deal with the arrogant and the wicked. It is the time for you to deal with the thieves, oh Lord. Uproot them, King of glory. Yes, Father, we are not going to listen to wicked language anymore. For you are the God of Uganda, the Pearl of Africa. You are the Lord of this nation, God. Yes, Lord, we are no respect of men and women who are winning this country, who are threatening this country. God, you are our God and our Father. We are not threatened, God, for we are standing firm because we know you are our God. You have promised to redeem us in this land. Lord, we are crying that you redeem this land in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Our Father and our God, we want to bring the institution of family before you. Friends, surrender your family to the Lord. I want to agree in the name of Jesus that there are people here who are addicted to alcohol and drugs and their husbands and their wives. They cannot do without drinking. Today we ask that the Lord will break the bondage of drunkenness in our families. We ask that the Lord will mount an attack on us. Let the beer, let the waraji, let the whiskey be bitter in the name of Jesus. May the Lord arise and release his angels to attack the bars in the name of Jesus. That those who waste their lives and money in bars and night clubs, may the Lord of the universe arise against them in the name of Jesus. Our God and our Father, it is enough that we are raising drunkards and wicked men and women. God, arise and defend this nation. Yes, Lord, we are not going to live in drunkenness. Oh, yes, Lord, defend the family institution. We give you praise, 
our God and our Father. Lord, we pray that you reign today. Let you reign in the midst of your people. Father, we want to rise up against this public shows, dances, and whatever. Lord, where Nyege Nyege has come from, we don't know. But Lord, arise against anything that defiles this nation. Anything that is set up to defile this nation. Lord, we pray that you will deal with it in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, whatever that is defiling the land, we pray that Lord, you take over. Mighty warrior, you are the God of the universe. Is anything too hard for you? Lord, we give you thanks and we honor you. Father, we have become so sinful that, Lord, we cannot even do our duties of celebrating your love. Friends, in the book of Micah, this is the God condemning the ministers and the priests, but it's for all of us. That as a son honors his father and a slave his master, if I am a father, where is the honor due to me? If I am a master, where is the respect to me, says the Lord? It is you, priest, who show contempt to my name. But you ask, how have we shown contempt for your name? By offering defiled food on the altar. But you ask, how have you defiled you? By saying that the Lord is stubborn is contemptible. When you offer blind animals for sacrifice, is that not wrong? When you sacrifice lame or diseased animals, is that not wrong? Try offering them to your governor. Would he be pleased with you? Would he accept, says the Lord Almighty? Friends, we are going to plead with the Lord to teach us how to give at the altar. We are going to do that now. What you give here, would your governor be pleased? Some of us have taken the cars to prophets and prophetesses. Some of us have taken plots of land to prophets and prophetesses. Some of us have taken our animals and given them to witch doctors. But we demean the name of the Lord in our giving. Our Father and our God will rise up to say sorry, Lord. We have not honored you with our giving. Lord, because of sin, we have defiled your altar. Our Father and our God, we come before you. Now, Lord, you teach us how to give at your altar. Lord, we are not going to bring you the lame animals. We are not going to bring you the torn knots. We are not going to give you what does not please your heart. Let our giving come from our hearts and the glory will be yours. Father, we want to honor you today in the name of Jesus. Our Father and our God, we thank you. Because when we come with open and penitent hearts, Lord, you hear us. And so, Lord, in brokenness, we come before you. That, Lord, we are not going to be a curse to the nation of Uganda. Lord, that our sin is not going to be counted from us. Lord, as far as the east is far from the west, we plead that you deal with our sin. You take away our sin from us this morning. Lord, we repent. We are asking that, Lord, in your compassion, you restore this land. Restore this cathedral, Lord. Some of us have been so religious for years and we've never acknowledged you as Lord and Savior. Lord, forgive us for our hard hearts. Forgive us, oh God, for our lack of brokenness that we have chosen not to be saved. We've chosen to remain religious. Lord, we've 
chosen to walk in this church and yet we are going to hell. Father, have mercy upon us. Lord, we release ourselves to you this morning. We surrender our hearts to you, Lord. Father, we are broken before you. Oh, yes, Yahweh. Your name is Yahweh. Your name is Yahweh. Your name is the way, Yahweh, the miracle worker. 